0: Hi friend, how are you? I'm doing okay, thanks for asking though. So we're on episode six and today, it's been difficult, if I'm honest, which is why this is a little bit late, but we'll get into that in a moment. But now, before we go, Time to free your mind, forget your worries. hunker down in your own safety as I welcome you into the safe place. So we're almost at Christmas. Have you done your, Have you done your uh, shopping? You're set? I'm usually a last minute type of person, but actually I'm fairly well organised. I say I'm fairly well organised, there's a few more bits to collect, but we're pretty much there. It's a funny time of year, isn't it, Christmas? There's happiness, there's frustrations, family... Fun, <laughs> and there's memories and I'm going to talk a little bit about one of mine so for the last couple of christmases um it's been tough, and the reason it's been tough is that, as you know my my mum. Very sadly, died on Christmas morning uh, a couple of years back, 2019, just before the uh, pandemic hit. She she'd uh, been dealing with um, breast cancer, and had had um, had a tough tough couple of years prior to that. The primary was actually dealt with reasonably okay, but unfortunately it it um, it moved up into her brain um, and you know it when that sort of thing's happened it, it, there, there is only really one one direction um, so christmas is is different than it probably once was and my mum would would kind of hate that in a way because she loved, 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 loved Christmas and she'd wanted to be happy and full of joy but it is, it is, you know, little boy, it's always going to have joyous elements and, you know, we've not really had a proper Christmas, have we, Um, last year we were all in lockdown um, with very restricted Christmases uh, at best and who knows, maybe this Christmas it'll be the same um, we don't know yet, do we? Good old Bojo um, doesn't seem to have a have a firm plan of, of what's going on yet that's probably a, a thought for a different time and I was actually going to talk about Something slightly different today, and then I, I had a I had a chance meeting on the weekend, and yeah, I bumped into an old friend who, oh God, I I don't think I've seen for possibly ten, maybe even fifteen years. Um. So yeah, a really long time, and it was that kind of slightly awkward moment when you're you're walking down the the high street in in the, in the in the town or the city and you're kind of thinking is is that is that is that that or oh, is it or oh, I don't know <laughs> and I suspect he was probably doing the same um, particularly as I was wearing a mask I'm quite keen on 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 wearing a mask and all that sort of stuff, um, but yeah, he he turned around and and kind of quasi shouted out, um, and lo and behold, it was, um, and it it's a strange a strange moment now when you've not seen someone for such a long time, you. You kind of almost, you almost revert back to kind of how, or rather, you revert back to who you were to a certain extent, but also to the memories that you know of them because you're trying to look for something familiar in that situation. We we got to talking, Um, yeah, he was he was telling me about some of his life events and very sadly life had been pretty tough, um, which was sad to hear. But at the same time, there was some real positives in there too. I'm desperately looking out for positive things at the moment because I'm struggling, Um, mainly because of the time of year. Uh, but I am, and we were kind of comparing war wounds, I guess, to the things that had happened over the years, and yeah, you know, there were some pretty, pretty tough things that had gone down, and it kind of struck me in that moment that here was two men talking in the middle of the high street about some real vulnerable topics showing their vulnerability and the world was just going on around us and really in that in that moment in that time it kind of i don't know if you've ever felt this before and and i'd love to I'd love to hear if you do so um if you have felt what I'm about to describe if just give me a give me a shout out or d m me or whatever on on instagram um at i am Gavin Clark, and I'd love to hear about your experience of this but the world for me it kind of slowed and it was almost that kind of movie scene where everything around apart from him and I was just background noise. Yeah, you know, it could have been it could have been hours that we were there for, it could have been seconds kind of thing. You, know, you wouldn't know the time was passing. And I just found that quite a profound thing in the we hadn't seen each other for such a long time. We were very quickly able to talk about some difficult topics, subjects, and subjects that we shared. And that I think is something that we miss sometimes, particularly in this COVID world that we now live in. And let's be honest, whilst we'd love it to go away, yeah it's not <laughs> it's kind of here to stay so we have to find ways of having these moments that have a real impact or a positive impact and it's really for me a really interesting thing Yeah. My attention was fully on him. It was. He is open. Eyes open. You know, all the little. Subtle cues that. Um, we have in our daily conversations. That perhaps we don't always. Pick up on. Um, it was in a kind of. Strange sort of way. It was a really wonderful thing. I think. One of the things that helped actually was that he'd been reading and um checking out the stuff that i've been doing particularly on facebook with the dad life and sharing my my story and kind of what what some of the things that, that i go through um and he'd seen a lot of that and that was kind of a overwhelming moment in some ways because yeah, here I am it's a Tuesday morning it's pretty early and I'm talking into a mic I've got no idea really if anybody is really listening out there and to be honest it's fine if there isn't because this is kind of kind of in a in a strange sort of way. This is this is kind of therapy, um, for me. So yeah, he was he was showing showing the support for the things that I talk about and particularly the mental health side and sharing what, what he was doing and and that he'd love to be involved, which was fantastic. It was a a couple of seconds, I think, later when I was kind of physically shocked um, by a vibrating wrist uh, back into the real world or the outside world I should probably say my wife had been calling me the reason I'd gone into town was to see my son and wife who had gone in to get a haircut done um, and... I had rather unwittingly silenced I think five calls or so by that point <laughs> I don't remember doing it and that's the story that I'm sticking to um but it must have been a subconscious tap or or whatever it might have been and as that as that kind of vibration brought me back in you know, the the world kind of came back into focus Um, it became clearer again Um, it was very very um, obvious that we weren't we weren't just the two of us there and it did make me wonder (laughs) I mean here was two people talking about all sorts of stuff but in particular about mental well-being which you probably don't come across all that often or maybe you do that would be amazing if, if, um, if that is the case but yeah we were in the middle of a high street talking about these things and people were going about their normal business probably doing Christmas shopping would be my guess given the time of year. And I just wonder what, if anything, what people thought, probably nothing, probably just carried on about their business, is is the reality. Maybe some people overheard something, it'd be interesting to know, live oil, ultimately. Yeah, we, as we kind of finished up our conversation, he said something that, I just kind of filled my, um, filled my heart, really. And it was as simple as what you're doing in the mental health space is really great. That was it. Yeah, as as I mentioned, he's already, he's offered to get involved and you might hear from him, um, which would be lovely. I think that'd be a really interesting conversation to have. And I went about my day after that, went to see my, see my son and and wife and showed them uh, the car that I was trialing uh, which I then had to take back and just went on about life and that's the thing with these moments isn't it, if you don't take stock and take time to reflect then actually they can mean mean very little. Or if you pause and think about and reflect on them, then actually you can start to understand that most conversations that you have are important and have meaning. That's a really lovely thing. And it kind of makes me, or brings me back on, I should say, to my mum. And thinking about all the things that she wanted for us and all the things that I will now go and do. Um, And just remembering that Every conversation that you have, every chance meeting, every opportunity you have to understand somebody is a valuable moment because the reality is that if there is nothing else and no other certainty in life, as we all know, the one certainty is that at some point we're not going to be here. So, embrace it, enjoy it, take the opportunities, take the risks. That's my two cents on that one anyway. Okay, so, for those of you that have listened to the mini podcast that I did, kind of episode two, I suppose... It's time for me to put my hands up. <laughs> um, I I told you on there that I was going to uh, really take positive actions around my physical health. <laughs> um, yeah, not, not doing that well on that, if I'm honest. And yeah, by not, not doing that well it is it's going in the wrong direction um and there's there's lots of reasons for that and one one is is my emotional space and my my mental health or well-being or whatever you want to call it space uh being not so great and that makes things just more difficult to do um and certainly, so having that drive to do something is is more difficult but it also is this cycle that i get into and be interested to hear actually if it, if other people find this and I'm sure that you I'm sure you do I don't think I'm special in in any way but I am a full-on emotional eater comfort eater whatever and then I punish myself for doing that and I don't punish myself by restricting I punish myself by eating more to the point that I feel pretty unwell, and then I'll severely restrict and that's something that I think in some way I've had with different things over the years. There's definitely a time where um alcohol was my my crutch I think. There was also a time where uh, exercise was my crutch and at the moment food is very much that crutch. Metaphorically, obviously, physically would be a bit more difficult. (laughs) And the other thing for me is that this past month in particular, but actually for for a while now my pain levels is just completely out of whack um, yeah I, I, I've shared on Insta the different medications and stuff that I take and some of that's for, for pain um, but yeah it's not really doing anything and I am trying to do something about that I am trying to get in with a consultant and it, I suspect it will probably end up being a a surgery of some nature to to sort out some of the underlying issues that that are going on. Um but we'll see on that front. And all this links into that I waved myself the other day. And it gave me a bit of a bit of a scare and waved myself and in quite a lot of time because I'm, I'm not that keen on it, and I was much heavier than I expected, much much heavier, heaviest that I'd been probably in the last, certainly five years, um, yeah, probably probably longer than that. Really, probably maybe maybe up to ten years it just kind of gave me a bit of a a jolt I did the did the old chestnut of um, thinking it was Glitch in the Matrix and by the way that's a brilliant pun because as all you as, as you should know by now there's a new Matrix film going out uh, but yeah Glitch in the Matrix um, did the compulsory toilet break to try and drop some pounds, <laughs> um, which to a certain extent shows how ridiculous weighing yourself is because it can be fluctuated by such things as it can be fluctuated by having a drink of water uh, just before. But, you know, it, it, it was a, a shock to the system. Uh yeah, you know, I, I generally try and avoid looking in mirrors, um, and yeah, you know, I I try not to be clean shaven and stuff like that because I just don't don't like that that image. Um, and you know, I say it, there's lots of drivers and they are things I'm trying to deal with, but it's bloody hard. Medication doesn't help as well. And it's a bit of a perfect storm to a certain extent. Ultimately, there is an equation, isn't there? The amount of food that you put in, the amount of energy that you consume, compared to the amount of energy that you expend. And I'm obviously um, out of kilter with that. And knowing that is one thing doing something about it is a bit different. And there's definitely a strong sense that you know, it's a couple of years now since since Mum died and I kind of have the have the memory that she would she would um be telling me that I need to lose weight and I'd usually say thanks for the obvious um, and then go off in a huff because yeah that was just how it was or to be honest I'd probably go and eat myself into a metaphorical um, coma food coma And then you yeah you come you compound this with trying to do exercise trying to up that expenditure side and then the pain is just horrid Um it makes it very difficult I mean you know walking up collecting my son from school is is difficult enough at times walking around town can be a pretty horrible experience pain-wise and there's a certain level of pain that you kind of get used to but there's also that breakthrough pain, which is fricking hard. But the difficulty is now that I'm in a kind of negative cycle where being heavier means there's obviously more weight on my ankles. And the more weight on my ankles, the more sore they've got, gotten or and the more sore they get, which then means that I then eat more because I feel rubbish about myself. I'm in pain, and it just becomes this cyclical event. Um, and I kind of got to thinking about how would I help somebody break such cycle as I've often done, um, and it's it's very simple, really. I would conduct a root cause analysis, which is a series of questions to understand what's going on, get to the underlying reason, allowing them to explore that and acknowledge it, acknowledge the the issue or the problem, whatever wording you want to use. And then I would create um, a series of short term actions which we would agree were non-negotiables and they would commit to it. So all of this would be from from that person. So they would, they would make all of this and then they would commit to it all. And then I would be their accountability partner or, or coach uh, or to a certain extent, mentor. Albeit, I tend to mentor in a slightly different way to that, but kind of depends on what what the person needed, and I love to do this for other people, but (laughs) find it so hard to do it for myself. Yeah, I um, I would never, never choose to kind of tear somebody up about them not achieving their commitments, yet I do exactly that emotionally to myself. And that doesn't sit that well. And I mean, I suppose to a certain extent it's that kind of if you can't do, teach mentality. That's probably, probably a of rubbish, really. And I think it's where I end up with how to help myself is doing this, talking into this mic and saying things out loud, makes more real. It kind allows me to attach some form of action to those words or thoughts. It makes me commit. So, and ask for for whoever, whoever is out there, if if you could be my accountability then that would be amazing and to do that it's probably best over over on instagram to be honest because that's that's the the easiest place for it but um if you share this episode for me that'd be wonderful and tag me in it and just say something to the extent of um, I'm your accountability or hashtag, mm-hmm. I am your accountability. That maybe, maybe do it that way. And that does two things. First of all, it lets me know that you're listening, which is lovely, but also it will help me improve myself and then what i'd like to do for you is to do the same so if there's something that you feel that you need to do or that you want to improve on or change or or if you're struggling for a direction then also reach out and let's have a let's have a chat let's have a conversation and let's see where we can get you I'd love to do that for you. So, if you reach out on Instagram, it's uh, I am Kevin Clark's so and nice and simple. You know me by now. You can, if you if you feel more comfortable, find me on Facebook as well. That's cool. Um, that's the dad life. I am on Twitter as well under the the Dad Life Coach. Um, more of my um, business drive, really, that I'll build out through through that side. Um, but yeah, look, let's connect. Let's have a have a conversation, and I look forward to it. Thanks for that really meant a lot. Look, let's not let's not wait for 10 years to bump into somebody wait until you're in pain to work on yourself. As um, Marcus Aurelius put it let each thing you do say or intend to be like that of a dying person and all that means is essentially, live your life. Take the risks. And enjoy yourself. That's it. If you're feeling particularly kind, I would love you to leave me your comments. Um, and if you put your, your social media handle on there, then I will... Make sure that I reach out and thank you. Um, Also, the usual rating, um, subscription, uh, sharing the show, etc. really helps with its reach. So I, I would be very grateful if you could do that for me. But, hey, for now, I'll leave you with love, compassion and kindness. Goodbye.